Hey, it's L.A. Lloyd. Today is going to be the fourth time for Scott Stapp to co-host The Rock 30. As we've been having guests for the past few weeks from their home, Scott is uh, checking in via Skype. And uh, great to have you on the show today, man. Hey, man. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. So we got a lot to cover, but before we get into it, I was just uh, kind of curious how you and Jacqueline and the kids are doing now that we've all kind of had to uh, find different ways to kind of get a new routine, I guess, while we're away from our normal lifestyle. Yeah, man. Hey, we're hanging in there. Um you know, we've got a busy, busy household, uh, three kids, three dogs, a cat, a couple of ducks, some chickens, um, <laughs> homeschool, you know, virtual school. We've become uh, assistant teachers. Um, and uh, so a lot going on, man. But we've we've tried to just keep a routine and uh, and, and and it's been good to spend a lot of time, a lot of extra time with with the kids and with the family together. Trying to make the best out of out of the situation, you know? Absolutely. Now and before we went on the air today, you mentioned something about building a chicken coop. Now tell me about you becoming a chicken farmer here, Scott. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> we uh, right, I think after quarantine uh, came down. Uh, we, we got some chickens, uh, and some ducks. The kids had been wanting them. Uh, and we had been wanting to, to kind of harvest and have our own, uh, eggs, uh, you know, out here on our property. And, and so, uh, oh, we got them, they were babies. So they've been inside with the heat lamp. And during that time, it was time to get their permanent residence, you know, built the family, uh, the kids and Jackie and, and I, uh, Got out there and uh, build a chicken coop. So they're they're getting moved in today because they're starting to fly out of out of their uh, their quarters right now. So no, I don't know if this is true or not, but I've heard that if you play classical music, they'll they'll lay better eggs. Have you heard that uh, that rumor or not? I, I haven't heard that, man. Uh, <laughs> we'll, have, we'll have to try that out. I'm sure my, I'm sure my daughter will be out with one of her instruments serenading. Them. She's the animal enthusiast. I love it. Well, uh, you know, going back to the first time I met you, Scott, was, uh, wow, 1997. I can't believe we've actually uh, been knowing each other for this long. But one thing that uh, really struck me from that day up to the present is um, is your spirituality and your songs. And I was just kind of curious if your faith and beliefs find a way into your music simply on you reflecting the past or maybe concentrating on uh, looking ahead to the future. You know, I think it's both. Um, and I think I think 90% of the time, it's, it's subconscious. It's something that just, I don't, it's not an intentional, uh, thing that, that I set out to do when I'm, when I'm writing songs or when I'm writing lyrics, it's just in part in telling the story, the reality of the situation or the emotion or the feeling or the reflection that was part of the real deal. Uh, and so, it makes its way in there. Following up on that, when you kind of reflect on some of the negative times that you've had to go through or experience, I mean, is it hard to write about these times or do you find it uh, maybe a little therapeutic or rejuvenating to uh, open up about these things through your music? Um, I I think it's definitely been an outlet for me uh, my entire life um, to deal with the realities of life and and the human experience, um, the good, uh, the bad, you know, the dark times, uh, as you, as you brought up, um, you know, in, in some ways it can be a, a way for me to reflect, uh, and then learn in other ways it can be for me to kind of share what I've learned through that process and it be an empowering experience, uh, and kind of, you know, give me a, a purpose, uh, to that experience. Uh, so it doesn't, 
uh, feel like it was wa- it was a wasted period in my life. Right. And so it has it has um, a lot of different you know angles. Um, and so I try to always look at the positive uh, through every situation. And even though it it could be something that was very tough. Uh, and a struggle that I've gone through. Yeah, for sure. I watched the wake up call video with uh, you and the child fund recipient. So, uh, man, what a very positive and uh, motivational video. So tell me about uh, that video with the kids there and, and about wake up call a little bit. Yeah, man, we, we've been in partnership with an organization called child fund uh, for a number of years now. Uh, and that is an organization that's, that's feeding children and families and, and providing them the basic necessities in life and, and also helping educate them um, and teach them life skills, uh, community skills, uh, education, so they can uh, be self-sufficient uh, and, and, and be in charge of their own future and their own destiny. But everybody needs a start. Yeah, We went uh, to one of these areas and, and one of these communities uh, that we had been helping to take care of and sponsor uh, to help, you know, raise them out of, of severe poverty. Uh, and we wanted to see with our own eyes, uh, you know, where the support um, and, and the financial directive that, that um, we had sent, how it was being used um, and, and really see it firsthand with our own eyes. And, and so we had a camera follow us uh, on that trip to document it so we could kind of report back uh, to the fans who have participated, uh, and to the, to others that we know that have participated so they could see, uh, you know, the impact of, of their contribution and where it's going. Yeah. We visited three different areas, one that was just getting started, um, with, with help, one that was five years into the program and one that was 10 plus years. Wow. So we could really how this process works and how these communities are transformed, uh, you know, with everyone coming together uh, and um, and doing their part to make an impact on these children and families' lives. And we just set that recap video uh, to a song uh, off the new record called "Wake Up Call." Yeah, uh, we thought it we thought it was fitting. Uh, I know being there firsthand was definitely uh, a wake up call for me uh, in regards to kind of validating that, hey, man, you know, we're doing the right thing here. Um, these these kids and families, they need our help. They're not going to get it from anywhere else. And, 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 and hopefully a wake-up call for others who are in a position to help others in need. It's a great video. Uh, you know, I wanted to talk a little bit more about your, your wife, Jacqueline. Um, she's been a rock to you through a lot of stuff, man. And I just wanted to talk about, you know, the importance of her, you know, not only as a partner and a wife, but just, you know, really being your backbone almost, if you will, when you were going through some rough times. Jackie has, has really taught me and shown me uh, through her actions uh, what true friendship, true loyalty, uh, and true love is. Yeah. Cause it's easy to be someone's friend when times are good. Uh, and you know, there's nothing but laughs. Um, you find out who your real friends are. Uh, and I know this is cliche, but it's the truth. Yeah. The people that truly care about you and that don't have any other agenda, but they're concerned for your well being. when times get tough. Uh, it's the people that love you and stick by you, potentially when you're not so lovable uh, or when you're going through a tough time. Um, and she's been that, uh, you know, rock for me mm-hmm. and, you know, for our family. 
Um, and she's really been a voice of just truth. You know, everybody needs uh, someone that they respect, um, which I have tremendous respect for my wife, uh, along with love. I just respect her as a human being, someone who just speaks truth into your life uh, and doesn't necessarily always tell you uh, what you want to hear, uh, but gives you their honest uh, observation uh, and opinion um, and also knows the right time to give you tough love. Uh, and, and especially dealing with my situation, um, you know, uh, battling addiction. Um, you know, there were times when tough love was necessary to kind of give me, uh, a wake up call, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to get through. Um, and, uh, you know, and I, and I think that, that having her stick by me through that instead of, you know, abandoning or bailing, or, or turning her back and, and running the other direction, I think saved my life. Yeah. And thank God, uh, for her, uh, because so many others, uh, you know, didn't, didn't do what she did. Right. Uh, you know, they cut and run. Uh, and so she, she's just an angel in my life and an amazing mother, a strong, independent woman, uh, and, and just, just epitomizes uh, what loyalty, love, and friendship is. And I'm just blessed and fortunate to have her as my wife. Right. You know, just as we were going into uh, the beginning of COVID-19, you had announced the 2020 summer tour dates that uh, I believe was kicking off early June. So are these dates still on the books for now, or have they been pushed back? What's the latest for your tour dates? Well, the June dates right now, we're we're in talks uh, with the promoters and, you know, some of them, uh, have been, uh, canceled. Um, but, uh, to be honest with you, it's, it's not looking very promising. Um, you all still need to follow the guidelines of the CDC and, and, you know, uh, stay home, uh, and, and social distance. Uh, and, and I've got to make the best decision along with the promoters for the band, the crew, the fans, uh, the venue staff, uh, and so everyone who had uh, tickets to the June shows, uh, announcements will be coming, uh, definitive announcements. So stay tuned. Uh, check out you know, my website uh, and my social media handles uh, for updates on that because we're going to be rolling out all the latest information on uh, you know, what's being canceled, what's being postponed, and uh, as that comes in. But we want to make one kind of global announcement instead of trickling things out. Just stay tuned for that. It's a lot of moving parts, man. I mean, it really is not just for the bands, but like you said, the fans, the booking agents, the venues. I mean, it's it's a lot of moving parts to make these things kind of uh, you know get back on track again. You know, once you had all the songs finished on the space between the shadows, um, how difficult is it for you and the folks you're working with to finalize the track listing? I mean, is this something that you really still, because I know people, you know, don't consume music the way they did when you first started in your career. You know, there's no vinyl. There's really no more CDs. People just download or stream what they want to hear. So do you still put a lot of emphasis on the track listing for you as an artist? I, I definitely do. Uh, it's extremely important to me. Um, I, I typically, in, in, and I think it's subconscious as well. I, I, I write and I put the albums together and they're, they're kind of like they're a story. Uh, and, and the first song to the last long guides you through a journey uh, in, in a chronological order uh, of, of vibe and content uh, and what I'm talking about. So I still put a lot of uh, effort uh, into laying that out. 
Um, and, um, you know, so it's very important to me. Yeah. You know, I still make albums that are, that are meant to be listened to, uh, <laughs> from, from the, the first song to the last. And, you know, there's still fans out there that do that. And I'm one of them for sure. I definitely listen to music that way. And, and God bless you for that, man. And all, and all the ones that do. Um, but you're right, man, the landscape has changed and, and there's cherry picking, uh, and people create their own playlists. Yeah. But, you know, I'm kind of old school, man, and, and I'm not going to change the way I do it, man. It's it's just the way that I do it. That's good, man. That's good to hear. Well, let's talk about the latest single, Survivor. We've been playing it now for uh, about uh, three or four weeks on the Rock 30. So maybe uh, tell me a little bit about this track before we play it today. Yeah, man. Well, Survivor came about when I was going through a dark time uh, in my life um, a number of years ago. The lyrics began to be formed, not the song, but just what would eventually become the lyrics. Um, and I found myself uh, when I was in adversity and in the struggle and in the midst of, of that period, kind of writing positive affirmations on and, and writing, writing these bold statements, uh, not because I felt them at the time, but it's how I wanted to feel. Uh, it's, it's where I wanted to be. Uh, it's it's how I wanted my outlook to be because I knew I was going to stay strong to get through it um, and 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 writing those things down and writing those 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 things down were almost like goals and, and, and things that kind of kept my mind focused on the end on thinking one day this is going to be over one day I'm going to get through this and I'm going to look back at this this struggle and this adversity and i'm going to say how you like me now uh and uh and then the song is really kind of connected a lot with with cancer survivors um you know people who have gone through domestic violence or or childhood trauma or abuse and and made it through difficult times anyone who has survived and gone through a struggle uh in life um has has you know been reaching out to me on how much they relate to this song uh, and, and something very special to me that's happened during this pandemic is I've seen a lot of montages uh, that have been made uh, for the doctors and the nurses and the first responders uh, that are on the front lines, uh, you know, fighting this pandemic. Um, they've made these montages of, of, of their heroism uh, to the song. Um, and so it's kind of even become a song that I've dedicated to them uh, because we're going to beat this. Um, and, and it's just a mentality, you know, the, the, the whole song is about a mentality, uh, and a way to focus your mind when you're in the midst of adversity and struggle, no matter what it is, man. So I believe you work with, uh, Marty and, and Scott, uh, who produced the latest album on some other stuff before this, right? So, uh, they seem to be great guys to collaborate with. So tell me a little bit about your relationship with them. Yeah, we've been writing songs together, Marty Fredrickson and, and Scott Stevens. We've, you know, they're just great guys. They've become great friends. Um, and I wanted to take that writing relationship that we had uh, because I knew that they produced as well. Um, I was like, man, you know what? I, I want to feel as comfortable. We have such a great friendship and I feel so comfortable uh, with you guys um, that we built over the years. I want you to produce my record um, and you guys open to doing it together uh, and they were down. So not only did we, you know, write together, but uh, they produced the record uh, and uh, they're just super talented guys and, and um, really helped bring out the best in me uh, and challenge me. 
And again, it's good to have people in your life that don't always tell you what you want to hear, especially in a creative and studio and studio environment. Um, and so there was a push and a pull, uh, just like a band. Yeah. And uh, that was that was invigorating for me uh, and made it exciting every day to go to the studio. Uh, so uh, really happy with with the end result. We've had some really great positive people on the show for the past few weeks while they've been in lockdown, like Gavin Rostell and Adam Gontier and uh, Brent Smith from Shinedown. And one thing that we kind of talked about is, you know, like while we're going through a struggle or, you know, our lives have been disrupted somewhat, music seems to really come out and flourish when we're all going through that. Uh, I kind of wanted to, to put it another way for you today. And since you've had to write a lot of songs when you were struggling, but now uh, you're calm, you're in a great space, you look happy. Is it more difficult when life is good than it, when it, you're having a little bit of a struggle? Well, you know, for me, I've always, for some reason, I, I, I think it's just because of the way that I'm built. Um, when I get into writing mode, I, I seem to always find my mind and, and my, my creativity going into these dark holes. Okay. No matter what's going on uh, in my life around me. But the one thing I'm looking forward to is also getting back in touch with the light and, and the, those songs that even though I'll go to those dark places, uh, getting back in touch with, those, with that source of inspiration that, that uh, took me higher. Uh, in the past. Yeah. Great song. And so that's the dichotomy of, I think, who I am as a, as a writer. Uh, and so I'm looking forward to this next chapter. Um, you know, I kind of feel like these last two records I've really, really dealt with a lot, uh, last two solo records, uh, really processed and dealt with a lot of that journey uh, through uh, the dark period in my life, which I, I, I characterize it now. And, and, you know, I've, I've, I've found, uh, you know, five and a half years of sobriety now, one day at a time, man. And, 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 uh, you know, if I'm fortunate and keep doing what I'm doing every day, then that'll keep happening. So, uh, I'm excited about the future and, and, and staying positive about how that's going to impact the songwriting, uh, moving forward, but there'll definitely be the dichotomy of it. I can't escape that. That's good, man. I tell you what, last question. We'll do an artist pick, if you'd like, from uh, The Space Between the Shadows. Besides the singles that we're playing, maybe give me one of your other favorite picks on there and, and why you chose it. Two is okay? Yeah. All right. Uh, I'll start off with uh, Red Clouds. Okay. That uh, is a song that that's really one of my favorite songs on the record. Uh, it really embodies a vibe and a mood uh, and an emotion. Uh, sonically, as well as vocally, uh, that's very groove oriented, hypnotic, um, but also opens up to something uh, greater than myself uh, and kind of this organic internal cry, uh, which is very uh, something I, lo I love to connect with, uh, you know, not only when I felt it in the studio, but live. Uh, and then the next one uh, would be uh, World I Used to Know, okay. uh, which I think, again, is, is a song that's very fitting uh, for the times that we're living in now. Yeah. And it's a song that, that, you know, it's a rock song, man. It's a straight up banger, man. And my favorite moment in that song is when I hit the bridge uh, and I just feel the groove uh, of the guitars uh, and the impact that has on me uh, as a music lover, but also as a listener and an artist 
performing. And, and, and like I said, the message fits uh, with the times we're living in. So those two are it for me. Great choices, man. Well, I got to tell you, uh, your voice just keeps getting better and better. I mean, you've just got those booming pipes, man. And I love the fact that you're still making music and you're on the road. And uh, I think you may be doing a San Antonio date. So I'm going to try to drive down from Austin to San Antonio this time and check out the show because it's been a while since I've seen you live. The last time I saw you live, even though I've seen a lot of videos, was when you were on that NXS tour and you did a show in Austin, and that was when I first met Jacqueline. I don't know if you guys were married yet or had just got married, but it was about that time frame. So I am due for another Scott Stapp show very soon in my future. Wow, dude, that's I, those were good times, man. But it's been a long time. That's that's been like my God. I want to say. 14 to 15 years. At least. Yeah, I think it might have. Yeah, it might have been 2006. I think it was. Wow. And so if San Antonio doesn't happen, you know, coming up, then it'll get, you know, pushed. And, you know, whenever it happens, I want to see you there. It's been too long. It has been. Well, hey, man, thank you so much for being on the show. We'll be checking out those tour dates on your website and uh, have a great uh, rest of the day. Take care of those chickens. And uh, like I said, I hope we'll be out of our houses soon, man. Yeah, man. Thank you so much. Great to see you, brother. Thanks, man. That sounded great. It was a good one.